It's kind of Mario, but not. <laughs> denim, denim, denim. <laughs> That's Mario. That was a good the one. The kid just screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's making Mario Nars too. The death rose of a Goomba. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Toddlers at its finest going down for nap time. My parents tried to podcast it. Pretty much. Well, kind sir. I think this is 64 Bits of Rage. Episode 6. Should Nintendo release a Switch Pro? That was so sad. Title. I know. I didn't know what, I didn't know what else better to name it. I just had nothing. Should there be a Switch Pro? Should there be a Switch Pro? Should there, should we build a snowman? <laughs> oh, wrong context. <laughs> yeah. And well, now we're demonetized. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm Eros Kulitz. I'm Anthony Schultz. Now it's Kulitz. And this is, of course, 64 Bits of Rage. And we are talking about Should Nintendo do a pro? Yeah, there's been a lot of like <laughs> rumors circulating whether Nintendo should or should not mm-hmm. really make a like I don't know what they would call it. Probably not a pro because that's a very <laughs> Sony, yes, Sony and Microsoft thing. But hey, like, like, does Microsoft call theirs pro? No, what was theirs? Xbox One X. No, oh. it's something weird. Yeah, I can't remember what they called their pro oh, one. Because they had the Xbox One S. Uh, that, I think that was their digital mm-hmm. only. It doesn't have an optical drive, so it's like cheaper. How would you Xbox Generations? Yeah, they both Sony and Microsoft didn't in between one. PlayStation was just PS4 Pro. Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. That's it. I can't remember what they... Oops, sorry. What they called it. I mean, not like that's entirely important because this is a Nintendo podcast and we do a PlayStation podcast, so that's why we really don't particularly care, but we do want to keep things fair when we come up with information and not just feed you bullshit. I mean, well. Yeah. Well, and plus, I mean, they may be all kind of different now going in their own way, which we've talked about on this podcast Mm -hmm. and on Rage Quit, but they they do um, go off of one another. Yeah, well, I mean, those oh, are the Xbox One X. Oh, okay. So they had the One X, and then they had the the One S, <laughs> and then just the original Xbox One. So of course, it's kind of hard with the, because PlayStation has more consoles out there comparatively, and it's like that makes sense. Yeah, definitely a lot more skews, just because they've been in a console generation longer, mm-hmm. and then they've also had in between. Mm-hmm. Sony's been always famous for doing like slims and super slim consoles and, and pros and stuff like that. And the pro of, is new to this generation. Well, yeah, right but now, that's like but... what their versions of slims and stuff. It's like they're giving you a more uh, simpler design of it, so it could be cheaper for well, you. Well, now to get. all three exist though. You have like the base, the slim, and then the pro. Pro's different. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're... It's like a better version than the base model. Hmm. It's more powerful. <clears throat> Well, I'm intrigued to see, like you said, the rumors about Nintendo doing there, so... 
Yeah, and, and like on today's podcast, we'll discuss whether they should or should not, like mm-hmm. what we think about it, really. I mean, there's nothing obviously concrete, oh, yeah, but cause... we can look back like we were just talking about, about Sony mm-hmm. and Microsoft, what they've done this generation, because mm-hmm. Switch is really off a half generation anyway. Yeah, I think it kind of always is. And especially because of the Wii U. And so, you know, would it be important for Nintendo to do that, or do they just kind of ride on the coattails of the success of the Switch until, Mm -hmm. you know, a logical end, and then maybe do like a Switch 2 or something? Well, the weird thing is, though, Nintendo, besides Wii U, really doesn't do pros or anything like that because it, it, it wasn't was, a pro that was by that's mixed what I mean. marketing yeah that was a separate console they should have named something else because it was uh the nes and then it was like the 64 right the no, uh, no super nintendo super nintendo okay nes super nintendo NES, yeah. yeah n64 gamecube gamecube the wii wii, wii u, u and, and now switch, switch. And the Wii U kind of fucked up because everyone thought it was kind of like a pro was what PlayStation and Xbox were doing, so that's what they thought. And then it was just yeah, I don't think they I don't think they had done that yet either. So no. Nintendo would have been the first to kind of do it. Yeah, like we were talking about too. It's just poor marketing with the Wii U and especially the name because like besides the SNES and the NES are the only kind of similar names that they have out there. But then again, it's SNES. They, they were like just precursors though to, to actual Sony and Microsoft. So yeah, I think you can get away with it a little bit more then. Yeah, because it goes 64, Nintendo 64, then GameCube, then the Wii. Yeah, they've always had an interesting naming convention. So has Microsoft, really. (laughs) Nintendo's is always unique enough where, except for the Wii U, that's the only outlier Mm -hmm. where you know it's a different console, but it's still Nintendo. Yeah. Xbox is just confusing for people, (laughs) especially if you're not in that ecosystem. It's not the first Xbox. No, and people call the original Xbox the Xbox One. They do, and that's the problem is because it's just... Naming's a huge thing when it comes to console. That's why I laugh with PlayStation, because it's PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. <laughs> and there has been some unrest about that, too, because they're like, oh, they're playing it safe. And it was like, uh, it makes sense, and it, yeah. it's easy to market, like... Don't... PS5, PS1, you know. Yeah, there's nothing to fix there. What so the fuck's the Xbox One or Xbox One X? Like, wait, which X, is the first one? So you have one? Xbox, Xbox 360. Then Xbox you have the One. Xbox One, which I thought that was weird when that initially came out. And then now people have to say, like, you know, the original Xbox or, like, OG Xbox one, or the first, first Xbox. Xbox. Like, the, you have to throw in a qualifier that's not really <laughs> moniker. You're either saying... Then the 64, when Nintendo 64, or NES, SNES, or you're saying PlayStation 1, PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, PS5. Yeah, <laughs> Sony, in my mind, makes the most sense well, name and then Or you're going to do, like, such vastly different names like the Nintendo, like Nintendo did. You know, because, like, you got the 64, the Cube, the GameCube, yeah. and then the Wii, which they're, monogra- uh, you know, uh, monogrammed down to, like, one syllables, you know, like, 64, Wii. Oh, yeah. You know, it's GameCube's very... the only one that's like... Well, people call it the Cube. GameCube. The Cube, okay. The Cube. GameCube. <laughs> I see it uh, shortened to, like, GC a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, when they do uh, parentheticals next to a game. Like, what platform is this on? Uh, GC. GameCube. GC. But, like, the, it no, was PS2. easy... Yeah. <clears throat> it's easy to say. Then you're, like, in the Xbox. Xbox 360. Xbox One. Which I liked. I thought 360 was a cool one. But then they didn't want to go 180. 720. Because it's just fucking turning in a circle. Well, those are 360. 360 is a circle. It should have been 180. But, it, yeah, it was... But then it, like... if But I, I could use the same <laughs> argument where it's like a, a 180 is like you think that your first one didn't do that well, so you have to do the exact opposite. 
I don't think people would take the branding that way. If people they said, aren't that I, smart, though. Yeah, I think people are smarter about <laughs> consumerism than some of these companies like Microsoft give us yeah, credit for. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think people would see Xbox 720 and be like, well, they're back where they started. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think that would happen. <laughs> no, but it's funny, though. <laughs> and the 360 is by get far the most popular tur- console. Get, get a back up on your turnip truck and came back where you came from. Yeah. It's like a very accurately portrayed concert, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> and it would have been cool. Obviously, they would have had to switch stuff up and getting, like, too far down the line. Yeah, but they won't they, it should Xbox 180-something like, degrees or yeah. stuff like that, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that would have been too far. I see you can get away with the two generations, but... Yeah, and I heard, too, Xbox that they, they were afraid if they went with that, besides the, like, oh, we're just circling back around to the same mm-hmm. thing, or turning our backs on something that made us successful. Mm-hmm. The other thing was, is the the numbers are going to be too closely aligned to, uh, like, resolution standards. Oh, yeah. So it's going to, people are going to say, like, 720 and think, yeah, like, like, low-end HD, HD, and then 1080 would be HD, and then eventually they'd get to, obviously, like, 4K and stuff <laughs> like that, so... They didn't want to go that route. But. That makes sense. Because the I Xbox can, is a good I name I can understand that argument where they didn't want to be like, we don't want to get it confused with the, the resolution, resolution of the time. TV. Yeah, so um, it's like, so does this console only do uh, it in, 720, in 720p yeah. or, or 1080? And if people are that dumb, they would think that. That might happen. I could picture that. <laughs> might happen. The whole, like, <laughs> spinning around and then it's, you know, the old console. No, that, that, no, dumb, yeah. But, but still, I mean. And then people giving Sony shit for naming the PS5. It was like, we've had four generations where it's just the PS1, 2, 3, and 4. Like, why wouldn't the, the PS5? PlayStation 1 is PlayStation and PlayStation 2, so. Yeah, their PlayStation 1, it was, and it was, a, it was the numeral, it was spelled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was P-S-O-N-E. That mm-hmm. was their Slim. Their very first Slim. That's what I mean. Which and, is the and PS1 that we I have. Yeah. And the Slim. We've been, they've been doing that from the get-go, so that makes sense. But, so how do you honestly feel about, because we'll dive into the, the Nintendo one. How do you feel yourself about consoles in general doing Slims and Pros? Uh, I like Slims and Pros, to be honest. I mean, I can't say that I've, like, religiously purchased, like, mm-hmm. every iteration. Mm-hmm. Even being as much of a Sony fan as I am, you know, which comes up, you know, here a little bit, too. But, obviously, mm-hmm. we're dominantly in our yeah. sister podcast, Rage Quit. Yeah. That's what it's centered on. And so, people who have listened to that and this know that I prefer Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not purchased, like, every single sony like iteration mm-hmm. like i don't even have a playstation pro which a lot of like hardcore gamers like ate that up you know yeah. sony fans they got that um it'd be something cool to have in mm-hmm. a collection kind of a thing and like go back to it we'll, we'll see how backwards compatibility is with the ps5 um but there have been some instances where depending on the generation or what's going on i have bought a slip and i've really enjoyed them i think they're they're usually like a, a cheaper mm-hmm. market price mm-hmm. um they tend to last longer in my opinion hmm. Uh, the ones oh, that I've had, at least. Sense, yeah. <laughs> and... Because how many times did your PlayStation 3 crap out on you? Yeah, so that's the only console generation that I had. And the 360 had similar problems, too. Um, for whatever reason, with that generation, because of the tech at the time and manufacturing, it was like, there was a ton of issues. Mm-hmm. With the 360 and the PS3, they were just Fucking bricking. Up. Yeah. Left and right. So my PS3 bricked twice. Uh, I sent it in... I sent it in once... Uh, cause it was like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. I didn't have enough money. I was working like, um, minimum wage mm. at a grocery store. I was yeah. working at Safeway 
and I had roommates and stuff, and it was, like, the PS3 was, like, my new console that I had, like, purchased mm-hmm. and stuff, like, for originally $700. Like, <laughs> I had the right. old school fat, like, PS3 that was, like... Big boy! 80 gigabyte, or 40 gigabyte hard drive, which is, like, the smallest one, like, because it was mm. so expensive. That was, like, that's all I could... I was already stretching my budget trying to get it. Uh, so it died. I spent the $100. I got it back. I played it for maybe another, like, year or so, mm-hmm. maybe two. Uh, it died again, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of, like, fed up at that point. I was like, I'm not spending another $100. Mm-hmm. I would rather just buy a new one mm-hmm. if I want one. And by that time, the PS3 Slim had, had come, come out, out. Which we have in our bedroom right now. And that has lasted a lot longer than my original PS3. So do you feel like... And it's like it seems a little archaic because it's got, like, a button and a spring-loaded, like, disk drive on top. <laughs> which is funny. But it also lasted a lot longer because it didn't have, like, the As magnets, parts and the... you know, holding in your optical uh, So you can set it up. And your drive, yeah. And so, even though it seems like a little jank... Uh, compared, it has lasted a lot longer. It's done really well. So, mm-hmm. and then my original PS1 was always a slim, and I still have it, and it still functions just fine. And I got that probably circa 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. So almost 20 years ago. I was late to the PS1 game as a kid. Working! And that still functions beautifully. It works great. <laughs> like, it looks like it just came out of the box, which is kind of crazy. Um... Obviously, I've like cleaned it a few times, but that's all, yeah. all I've done. We, honestly, I haven't done it. Just else. that's just cleaning them. Just uh, basic console maintenance. I mean, your brother's and PS3 the PS4 we've had has lasted too forever. Yeah, the PS3 I think your brother had was a refurbished one, but at the same time, like, and it was the old school fat one, and, the, it, and it died. That was the that was the same model that I had. That we died. also didn't take care of, and that kid would like fucking crack out in games. Like, oh yeah, hard. and those you they just. New consoles usually have trouble with like cooling and stuff like that, and then wasn't like just dust. like collected like when we it was like caked on, caked dust, and like the the cool the gel fucking burned off, and which was a common issue with those is like they use a really cheap uh, thermal paste mm-hmm. over the main processors, and so it would it would dry out and crack, and then mm-hmm. it would separate. Sometimes the whole chipsets from the board, Jesus, and it would brick your console because. Obviously, the, the <laughs> chips on that, the motherboards yeah. would be removed from the motherboard, so it can't function because mm-hmm. it doesn't think it has the hardware that it needs to have. So you have to have to be really good and spot on with uh, like resoldering it yourself, mm-hmm. or again send it in like I did because uh, I didn't have to. I I can resolder uh, it, but, you don't but have the I tools. I don't have the yeah soldering tools, and I definitely didn't at the time. You definitely want to fucking do that. You're young in your twenties. You're like I just want to fucking play my games. I don't have to have fun to fix this shit. <laughs> well, and I knew that if I took it apart, it would void the warranty, and then they wouldn't be able to like repair it. They wouldn't. They would refuse to. So yeah. I was I was like yeah I'll just send it in at least the first time. Uh, but then yeah I went to like a big box store and mm-hmm. I bought my PS3 Slim. Mm-hmm. Not even the Super Slam. And I came with Assassin's Creed 3, I think. Mm-hmm. And that one's functioned just fine. So I do, like, on the whole, like the idea of, like, Slim consoles mm-hmm. that Sony's done. I think they hold up. I only purchase them if I need to, kind of a thing. That's kind of what I'm, like, stabbing at. I yeah. don't, I'm not going to, like, just purchase, like, replace my... Uh, PS4, thinking that it's going to go out and get the Slim, you know, or something. It's working, when it's working fine. Uh, the Pro, I would have liked to get. It was, and, and again, at the time I was working like, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. so there was really no point. 
Yeah, like, I could have purchased it. Working so much. But I was barely playing. playing any games at that time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so... You're into the, you're streaming fully, and you're working... Before, yeah. Before our roles reversed. Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, you know, I wasn't at home running ASI or Raising Ollie. I mm-hmm. was, you know, working like I should And time. I was at home, and I mean, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and so it was just like, you know, the time where I would have been able to purchased a ps4 pro Mm -hmm. i didn't have the time to even play it so then i never purchased it and then now that yeah our you know company work family life is like flipped our Mm -hmm. roles have flipped and we have our company now um even then that would have been like nine months ago ten months ago or so Mm -hmm. last spring um (coughs) there was already like rumors mm-hmm. uh, that you know the PS5 and the uh, the next iteration of the Xbox was going to come out mm-hmm. holiday 2020. Yeah. So it was like, well, why get a PlayStation 4 Pro, Pro now when I'm going to get the PS5 when it rolls on out? Yeah, just I just have to wait a year or a year mm-hmm. and a half or whatever. And so, well, yeah, the PS4 has been fine. The uh, only time it like had any issues was when our of course our electric company is working and then turn the power off and then shut it off. And... Yeah, and all of them. And I've read uh, from other people that. They have common issues like that with the Power. PlayStation Four and yeah. stuff, and the, their Xbox, where it's like it'll it'll flake out like every time they turn it on. Sometimes, Jesus, that would like, be annoying. Yeah, where they have to like rebuild the database and do all that stuff, and it takes forever for them to get into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, our good friend and co-host for FGG, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a PlayStation Four anymore because that's his did that. Every time. It reset his thing every single time, and so eventually he just got tired of it. Mm-hmm. He he moves to PC gaming and Nintendo Switch, yep. so that's what he does. But yeah, on the whole, I do like the idea of it. I think Pro increments mm-hmm. are good. We have longer uh, life cycles for consoles now. I mean, you're talking about like six, seven, eight years. Yeah. So if you're especially ebbing up on eighty, you know, if people mm-hmm. want to buy a more expensive version that does a little bit more looks a little bit better then mm-hmm. more power to them you know yeah, i would have if i had time to play it and then the slim ones like i said i, I like those as well because i just kind of use them as i need for a, a particular generation hmm. so my ps1 i got uh that way but with the ps3 i ended up purchasing the slim and it was it was cheaper than it's lasted longer so, yeah you know well, so do you think- i praise that True. Instead of just getting, I because the alternative was is if I really wanted to stick with the PS3 and not switch, mm-hmm. uh, you know, consoles, I would have gotten a, you know a fat PS3 again that probably would have broken down and I would have had the same kind of issues even if I had purchased it new. Yeah. So I like the idea of having a like a safety net, you know, partway through a generation. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so do you think with like when it comes to pros and like this and in between steps that they're taking into heart things that you know they're not necessarily just because generations are longer. Uh, that they're just pushing out consoles, but instead of them pushing out consoles, like, you know, like the PS3, they learned from that and stuff. Well, they push out a pro where it's, you know, like I said, it's the simpler version and it's less complicated. It's cheaper and kind of counteracts all those issues that may have been on a previous version or yeah. the, the initial one that was lo- released. What was your question in there? Like, is that, like, what the pros are kind of for? Oh, the pros are... Or at least the slums. The Slims definitely are. They're like a cheaper price entry, mm-hmm. and um, they are usually just better manufactured because now the technology mm-hmm. has had time to either like miniaturize or there's been a breakthrough in a particular area mm-hmm. in console manufacturing. Manufacturing usually, the longer you manufacture something, uh, costs usually drive down. Mm-hmm. So that'll of course will make it so that Sony can still turn a profit or mm-hmm. Microsoft, <clears throat> but. 
manufacturing costs therefore are cheaper yeah. as well. So they're making the same, if not more, mm-hmm. you know, off of even selling the console. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a good like safety net, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pros are upgraded; they're beefed up versions of a current console. Okay, generation. That's what so, I like, like, mixed up. Yeah, like a. The PS4 Pro is the better version mm-hmm. between the two. Mm-hmm. It's got better hardware in it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's faster. It, you know, your graphical fidelity is going to be better. Mm-hmm. Instead of topping out at, like, 1080, just like regular HD, yeah. it'll uh, show your games in 4K. Okay, okay. Um, Which makes sense. And yeah, of... games went through, and they, uh, like, studios did specifically an updated game, so mm-hmm. they take that uh, next step in graphical fidelity because yeah. the PS4 Pro had better hardware. Right? True. And same thing with Microsoft with their Xbox One X. So Yeah. Well, it makes sense, too, when, you know, you have the original console comes out and then, of course, you're going to have, like, a, a simpler version. So, it, you know, cost kind of differs there. Cheaper parts, easier still. People it's still considered, you know, a Switch or a Pro or whatever. It's just the slim version. Yeah. And then you get the Pro version, which they're kind of amping up because console lives are so long, but technology life normally is not like TVs and other things are yeah. constantly changing. There's a few like common like computer science laws that govern the rate of like memory and technology. Mm-hmm. I think Moore's Law is one of them, but it's like, it says within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. that... I'll look it up real quick, Heather, because I don't want to like misparaphrase. <laughs> oh, the paraphrasing. This is something that I would have, like, had at the tip of my tongue when I was a computer science major, but it's That was eons ago. A long time ago, <laughs> yeah, that was more than ten years ago now, so. Aww, well, it's not our age showing in the podcast, yeah, 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 denim, denim, denim. <laughs> but I'll bring it up real, here real quick, and this does, like, pertain to consoles and. Just electronics and it stuff was in general. Law. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Moore's Law refers to Moore's perception that the number of transistors on a microchip doubles every two years. Microchip? Microchip. You say trip. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trip, y'all. <laughs> um, though the cost of computers is halved. Mm-hmm. Moore's Law says that we can expect the speed and capability of our computers to increase every couple of years and we will pay less for them. Uh, this has been relatively true. Um, so, understanding Moore's Law, in 1965, uh, Gordon E. Moore, co-founder mm-hmm. of Intel, postulated that the number of transistors that can be packed into a given unit of space will double uh, about every two years. Today, however, the doubling of installed transistors on silicon chips occurs closer to every 18 months. Mm-hmm. So, you round in two years. So, but it, the, this was back in 1965, <laughs> and we've really only cut it down to 18 months. So, I'm, I'm going to say that he was still right. Um... The only thing is, as um, microchips or mm-hmm. like CPUs, you know, the brain of your console or your computer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the amount of transistors that you can fit on there, it's it's gonna double, but have the cost, mm-hmm. which uh, seems to be true from what we just read. Mm-hmm. Uh, memory though can't keep up. Okay, that makes sense. So that's the the one thing you got to think. It's like, well, yeah, you can show. Uh, more on a, a screen, a mm-hmm. traditional, yeah. uh, you know, either computer screen or television screen. We'll, we'll just go with television screen and say, yeah, console. Um, but that doesn't mean you're going to have enough memory to be able to store enough mm-hmm. information to be able to render that, like, fully. Yeah, because So it, it's kind of plateaued off. Like, mm-hmm. CPUs are still getting more and more powerful, mm-hmm. and we're fitting more and more cores onto a single microchip. 
but memory still memory though doesn't function in the same way so like the amount of like uh you know hard drive space you have mm-hmm. or like with solid state drives now uh it, it, that's not infinite or matching the same growth as like processing power no that's why like they've come up with like the paid services like the the playstation network uh, the cloud kind of a sense what most people will get. Yeah, and that's why like streaming consoles like um, Sony does with PlayStation Now. Uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft has a good service like that too, where you can stream games. Uh, they're calling it the X Cloud. Mm-hmm. They already talked about that last E3, and then the Google Stadia, of course. Mm-hmm. And so these are trying to sort of circumnavigate yeah. that. We're trying to use internet speed and, and now the now the question is not so much like if we know for sure that memory can't keep up mm. with processors becoming better and better then um and we're now we're like you said we're putting mm. things in server farms and we're putting them in the cloud uh we're using cloud computing i always thought you actually put stuff in an actual cloud when i was a kid like, oh really yeah like in the cloud like how does that save there? But, so you know, funny. the naivety of a young teen. They so. kind of, like, show it, though, yeah. Because yeah, it was, yeah, like, yeah. they were, like, old school, like, flow charts, pretty much. Yeah, no, but, like, when you're, you <clears throat> young, young teen. Oh, yeah, of course. You, you just hear that, because yeah. you're, like, do you think... Because it's, like, jargon. They took, like, a, a <laughs> meteorological noun and then made it into yeah, it's computer like, jargon. You see, you hear about, you know, hard saves and stuff, and that makes sense, because it's actually on a floppy disk or the disk or whatever at the time, uh, thumb drive and stuff. And so... You, you understand the concept of a hard save, and there's only so much room. And, yeah. You know, that's when it comes with memories. Things don't get smaller for saving. Yeah. Well, and the, and the crazy part with, like, clouds, like, we all use cloud services. Mm-hmm. Very few of us actually understand how it works, and even people <laughs> who design, like, cloud computing now don't really like, know, know how, how it works. works. It, it just fu- works. It functions, but essentially what you're doing is is like you're either taking you're taking a little bit from everywhere, like mm-hmm. our global network. Mm-hmm. And it's bou- it's pinging around everywhere it's across kinda, the it's globe. It's kind of bouncing it's not necessarily in purgatory, which is being used as an ipso facto mm-hmm. storage, but is then therefore immeasurable. <laughs> which is kind of crazy like to think about and now we're at the point where we're actually using it to mm-hmm. act as if it is a supercomputer yeah by, like slaving global computers <laughs> to I be able to store things or function like, but the question now is more like lag mm-hmm. like how do you get it so there's no lag mm-hmm. in between whatever server farm or the cloud to your, your, your console your console or your tv I feel like we just veered off so hardcore nerd that my brain just We broke. did a little bit, and yeah. Like, and I'm, like, oversimplifying I, a lot of things, no, too. No, and but. to be fair, I honestly... It works. It, it functions, so you don't yeah, care don't how it functions. Yeah. <laughs> like, 90% of the people... Who are like, unlike you, who are like our computer majors, they don't give a fuck. They pay that. Well, no, and like I said, I'm like just giving like. <laughs> I'm my 12.99 so I don't lose my game. The little bit of information that I have, like, about <laughs> it. Uh, but it is important to consider it's like you can see that it is. some consoles it is are like pivoting more towards that. So. Well, it's like, well, I always crack the jokes when the Switch came back with cart- cartridge. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, yeah, well, because solid-state drives or solid-state storage like that Mm -hmm. is, uh, because you remove, again, the moving parts, and so your console's going to last longer. Exactly. And now cartridges have come back because you can store more on them now. We didn't used to be able to. Well, yeah, I remember back in the day, you know, playing my 64, it's not working, just blow on it! Get the dust out of there. (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of those, I don't know if the 64 did 
for sure. Hmm. John would know, but uh, I know earlier consoles with cartridges, they have battery packs in them on top the of The 64 it. didn't. And so if the battery I'm pack... Gonna, let me double check that. Don't quote me. You would know. They would be inside the cartridge itself. You'd have to take apart a Nintendo 64 uh, cartridge. But, I'm um, double checking. Someone will know on interwebs. Probably. And so, yeah, like, if you had, a like, an NES game that went out and wasn't drawing any power, it was because the battery pack had gone out in it. And so what you could do is you could take it apart, and then you could take some mm-hmm. dirt cheap, like, not great NES game. Oh, it, yep, they did. And pilfer, I thought they might have. Uh, yeah, and it looks actually really simple to change out. They are really simple. I've done it before. Yeah. And so you'd take, like, a... A super simple, you know, NES game that, you know, wasn't mm. worth much and didn't matter. And you'd take the battery pack from that and you'd put it in the, you know, re- you'd replace the battery pack in the game mm-hmm. you did want kind of a thing. So you can save it. Um, but now with cartridges, mm-hmm. it's like, it. I mean, it's pretty much just solid state storage. So it can, like step by step instructions how to change it. It can uh, read that information faster. Mm hmm. And then you also don't have the moving parts of an optical drive, mm-hmm. which the the more something moves just due to friction and yeah. basic heat, laws of physics. Yeah. yeah, you're creating heat. Then it kind of dust gets in there. Like, I mean, you're talking about wear and tear over time. The mm-hmm. more and more it's used because it's moving, uh, it's gonna the odds of it breaking down are gonna get more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But with a cartridge, that's you know not the case. You nope. can only read a uh, like. A traditional hard drive a certain number of times, but cartridges don't really kind of fall into that. No, and that's why. So it is clever by the Nintendo out. to do that. Because like my little cartridges, because obviously you played with the DS, and that's kind of where they stabbed at, where they still did cartridges for the DS games. Yeah, they're their the handhelds. Vita switched from the PSP to the Vita. Did they, cartridges. They went from like these weird optical discs called UMD, which you almost broke. <laughs> yeah, that they were trying to, they were proprietary, so they just wanted to kind of corner the market and mm-hmm. make these things big, just in the same way that they had helped DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah. And that that didn't work at that time for mm-hmm. Sony. And then the Vita has cartridges as well that are almost the same size as the Switch ones. They're a little smaller, but which is logic. Yeah. But <clears throat> coming roundabout to uh, gonna get the titty sparkler for nerd alert here. <laughs> um, back to the Switch though, I feel like with. Nintendo, they honestly don't need to do a Pro or a Slim, ever. Well, they already have a Lite, though. But that's a handheld game. Yeah, but that's uh, essentially a Slim version of it. But it It's smaller, it's cheaper. It doesn't hook into the docks. No, I know, but the Slim slim versions don't necessarily need to do exactly the same thing as the other one. They just need to be the the basis of the same hardware and play the same game. If you think about it, though, the whole concept of the Switch, and this is what you and I will argue, is... It can be on your TV or on the go. Yeah, I, the, I agree with that. The light is just a handheld. It's not... It's, yeah, but it, it's it, basically their ver- new version of their It's a slim DS. version, though, of it. It's a, it's a smaller, more compact version that's cheaper. I mean, that's a, with running relatively the same hardware. So mm. it's like, it's the same. Yeah. Like From a design point, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, they removed the... Uh, <laughs> they removed the, you know, being able to play it on the TV. Uh, the but then it's not a console, the, then. But we're already in, like, hybrid territory. Like, yeah, we Nintendo are, is the only console that does this. So this Slim is accordingly going to be, automatically be different. Which is weird. It's not mimicking you, you, Sony or Microsoft in any way or no, any other company. Just, if you just think about how weird, like, Nintendo is, just Nintendo is just Nintendo, and the fact that it's 
honestly way advanced in a lot of ways and not at the same time because it's it it's seeing what's happening where like you know people playing games on their cell phones and on the go where it's combining the handheld and tv and then the same breath the fact that it's even feasible even in 2020 is amazing like (laughs) they're shoving these huge monster games onto and it's running handheld yeah like you can play you know, Doom, Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. The Witcher, like, uh, Metro. Like, mm-hmm. you can play all these, like, crazy games, even though the hardware power technically isn't up the standard to the other ones, but you can play it on on the go. And plus, it doesn't really matter as much because the screen's smaller. So if you're playing it <laughs> handheld anyways, your resolution automatically is going to be driven down. The human eye can only see, so see in HD at certain sizes of screens. Mm-hmm. And if it's a screen that small, which it is, you're not going to be able to tell the difference between 720 and 1080. Exactly. You can't. Like, biologically, you can't. <laughs> like, I know there's a lot of people out there who say, well, yeah, I, I can, can see the difference. It's like, no. No, you can't. And you can't with most televisions. Like, you can't tell the difference between 720 and 1080. You yeah. just can't. Yeah. You have to have, like, it has to be more than, like, 56 inches or something like that, like, television size, to be able to tell the difference <laughs> between low be and HD and high to end. be seen. Yeah, and it's bum, like... Bum, bum. And then you get into, like, television screens with, like, their refresh rate and stuff like that. But that's oh, a different story. Let's, let's not nerd it out. <laughs> like, we're just, like, bored 90% of our uh, peeps on here. Uh, it, I mean, it's extremely important to know this information and to see why people do the, the slims and the pros. And it's just kind of interesting to see how Nintendo is but isn't doing it. Yeah, I mean, I would say that they have done a slim, like, it's a light, and they've done that with their handheld market as well, like, where they've had, like, a the small DS light or DS, yeah. And, um, they've done even, like, pros in their handheld market, because mm-hmm. there was, like, the uh, 3DS, but then there was the 3DS XL. Mm-hmm. That actually had better hardware in it. There was only so- some games you could only play on that one. You yeah. couldn't play it on your regular 3DS, so they, again, do it in their own way. Especially in their naming conventions, but they have done uh, like pro versions of handhelds and light versions of which is it, it's just funny to see because it's such a different. Nintendo's just a different beast in its own right. Where I it's like, like the Game Boy Advance can play like Game Boy Color games and stuff. That could be considered like an advanced, like a pro version of your Game Boy. Color. Yeah, because yeah. if you think about it, because game... like maybe the SP to the Advance would be better. Yeah, yeah, SP to the yeah. Because they could play. All uh, the advanced games as well, but it black was and white ones, different older games. form factor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, the cool part is like with Nintendo because they're are basically handheld driven and centric yeah. company, and I mean yeah, they've been successful in both markets, but I feel like they're. I mean, especially right now, there's nobody else in the handheld market, mm-hmm. and they're not even entirely in the handheld market. No, not. they're fifty fifty right now with one machine. What this thing is hot out though? They're like one foot in the handheld market, one foot in the console market with one machine. Like that's how they're doing it now. I'm only afraid that they might corner themselves, where it's like they're gonna have to do like a Switch two or divest the Switch brand for their next console. What do you think? What do you mean by that? Uh, That if you want a handheld from Nintendo, then it's gonna be a Switch or some iteration of that, and then they'll have uh, something that doesn't do both. Mm-hmm. That'll be like a home console. That'll be Nintendo, whatever, whatever they call <laughs> 64 it. Sixty four reborn. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. But wh- at this whatever. point, do you think they could get away with that? I think I think there's <laughs> so much <laughs> good faith with Nintendo that they could. Mm-hmm. I don't think they 
will so much because I think they're already inclined to take something that's very incredibly popular Mm -hmm. and further it. I think that's what they tried to do with the Wii U because the Wii (laughs) was such a powerhouse in like sales and stuff and was so popular. They just fucked up with the naming on that one, honestly. That they tried to... Can you back to the Wii U was named the Switch? Yeah, I mean, the Wii U was trying to be a Switch. That's what I'm saying. It's just, I don't think that technology had gotten there yet. But no. they were really close. They yeah. were obviously heavy into R&D to pull the Switch mm-hmm. off. But that's why they had the, the tablet for the Wii U and stuff, where you could, I mean, you're essentially like streaming it to your tablet. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Playing it on mm-hmm. it. And... Yeah, or you could play it, you know, on your, you were, you were playing it on your TV and then effectively like remote playing at the same time on your tablet. Just, that's. Just weird. I don't think they could just cram the hardware of the entire console into the tablet. I think no, that's what happened time, because yeah. of technology mm-hmm. and then they were able to figure it out and then come up with a Switch which has obviously been wildly successful. I think people would rather have like a Switch 2 or something. I don't know if I, they would I, call it that. but I think so too. I think what they need to do if they do and, and they, you're right. Eventually they, they will do will. one. Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think they should do a Pro though. Like, no. I don't think they should do an iterative in between. No, because they had their version of a Slim, essentially, which is the light. But then you can also kind of just argue the fact that it's just a handheld. Yeah. Because it is. That's all it is. It's a handheld. It's basically... Absolutely, the, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. The DS grown-up version is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I... And I take it the other way. I just... I find it to be like the Switch's little brother, the Slim. Like, <laughs> and so... I think that was actually very intuitive and smart of Nintendo because just in the same way where I talked about like the pro versions of consoles, mm-hmm. uh, if you wanted that bump in graphical graphical fidelity and like hardware, mm-hmm. uh, you could purchase that in between. Yeah. Uh, however, if you didn't, you would be fine with your PS4 still. Like, oh, so you didn't have the money or you didn't want to or whatever. Like, it wasn't like there was PS4 exclusive games. Mm-hmm. So it's still the same console. Yeah. But one shows its graphics and colors a little bit better. Mm. Um, and the Nintendo Lite, or mm. the Switch Lite, done a great job because Switch had been on the market for a couple of years. So I think people who have had a Switch have already figured out that they either prefer to play it on their television or, to on, the or on the go. And so if you're more on the go... It's a little harder to... You might get that iteration because it's like, well, I have a crazy commute. I'm, I'm in a, a train mm-hmm. or, or Uber or something. Or I'm flying, you know, all over the country for, you know, business or family or whatever. Um, you'll take the light because it's got a, a better form factor. It's a little bit smaller. Yeah. Um, you're only using it on the go anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a better battery life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, still play all the games. And you can have. still play all your Switch games. Mm-hmm. So... They gave like the uh, the consumer base enough time to figure out what kind of Nintendo Switch gamer they were, mm-hmm. and then they released something that kind of filled the void for you both know? of them. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. Which is cool because they stopped doing handhelds. Not necessarily stopped doing handhelds. They haven't come out with a new DS in a while. They have been distancing themselves though from the Nintendo DS, and it would be redundant to put out a another a handheld only. Well, yeah, but that's what they were doing. They were trying to get in the market, see if what they're doing with the switch and see the fact that you know yeah they have the capacity compatibility the words always work yes thank you uh do both do both they're still a handheld but yes it's still a console yeah and then they obviously let people realize oh i actually still like my nintendo handheld i wish they would have just done a handheld or get like you know obviously like you said they're getting away from the ds or they're mm-hmm. diving away towards that name and just kind of popped in the switch light which is 
And that's a good example that you bring mm-hmm. up is maybe people haven't bought a Switch because they only ever played the Nintendo handhelds mm-hmm. and then the light offers them. That handheld. Yeah, and they are they know that they're playing, you know, we, uh, traditional console games too for a lot of people. They're playing So they the could also be in the conversation as well. You yeah. also have to think too, and this is probably why they did it because of the, the Switch Lite. Why would I be able to play a Pokemon game on the Switch Lite if it's a, a, a slim version and not my Switch? Yeah. That's why they released it on the Switch first and then the Switch Lite, so you can still have that essential Pokemon game on the go. Exactly, yeah, because they don't really have a a separate designated handheld. No. And Pokemon, why would you? Yeah, and Pokemon's it's always... redundant to the consoles you have out. Yeah, so. and the Pokemon games have always been on a handheld, and I just feel dumb because I did just be like, oh, that bulb went off. That's why they did it! Um, yeah, well, plus they had nowhere else to put it off. Yeah, because they closed all the other systems down. Yeah, everything else is like pretty much done. Mm-hmm. And the 3DS never did as well compared to the DS anyways, mm-hmm. and it was already kind of limping along yeah for granted there isn't a lot of competition there so sales are still sales but uh it it wasn't as huge huge, of a success as ds was it just wasn't and so to switch kind of gears pun intended actually uh (laughs) to the nintendo switch uh, a hybrid console is a smart decision Mm -hmm. um because you still feed that satisfactory and people who like nintendo and like the console and then people who like nintendo who like the handheld yeah, I mean, you're doing both. And Nintendo has a good track record anyways of putting out multiple mm-hmm. iterations of True. handhelds or, like, consoles, so. Not well, consoles, per se. Not consoles. Handhelds. Handheld. Consoles, no. Um, because, like, I know when we first got the Switch, I just played a console version, a handheld version, because I was used to playing my Nintendo's handheld. Yeah, and for me, I prefer sitting on the couch and playing it as a console, and so that's how I, I, pl- I played it a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. But it, it's a little more difficult for me. And for me, handhelds in my mind are like the PSP <laughs> and the Vita and stuff like that in particular. I well, that's why Sony. I feel like we got the the light. That would be a good fit for you because that would kind of fill in that void for handhelds. It would. It would be for me like the and I think the, the next gen handheld for me past look, the Vita. You know. Let me look too. I think the buttoning uh, graphics are different. Yeah, I think like, the form factor on the Joy Cons is better because they don't obviously remove from the Switch Lite. Mm-hmm. So. Let me see. I think they, obviously, it's meant to be a handheld, so they have... I'm sure the form factor is better. Mm-hmm. Only $200 still. That's not bad. No, that's like its base price. Yeah, which... it's 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 more... A little more spaced out. Spaced out. Which would work for me. Which it was, looks a little better designed. Just which was kind of the complaint like the of the Joy-Cons and stuff. And and stuff. The, but main face buttons. But yeah, and that is probably something that, mm-hmm. you know... Once that hits like $100 or something, oh, I, yeah. I will probably purchase, you know, a few years down the line. Mm-hmm. And I will use that as, you know, my designated handheld because I do like to play handheld consoles. Yeah. I still play my Vita, you know, regularly. Mm-hmm. And even I've been diving back in old PSP games. They're so. actually, I think, want to say, honestly, the size of your Vita. A little, maybe a little bigger. I think it is. Yeah. It's like right in between the Vita and the Switch. Yeah. It's like a little bigger. But and still. the Vita doesn't bother me. Mm-mm. But then again, it fulfills that need for having a handheld and still being able to play your Switch or big console games in a handheld version. Could you imagine like playing The Witcher 3 just long ago? I know, which is amazing. Which or you Doom. can do right now, which, which is insane. I or, saw Corey Barlog, who's the mm-hmm. game director for God of War mm-hmm. uh, from Sony Santa Monica, and he was talking about it. He was like, it's a miracle that they were able to get this size of a game onto a handheld. This is really cool. It's a technical achievement. You know? Yeah, and exactly. it really is. Like, Can you imagine like, just Doom on the go? 
Yeah. You know. <laughs> Which, when you first got me my copy of Doom to the Switch, I played online, like, in bed. Yeah, you did. <laughs> like, and I rocked it. It was great. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people playing probably shooters on the Switch, but. No, not but, really. Especially you know, really arcadey ones, but. I, mean, yeah. I had a blast doing it, and it was cool to be able to even have that option. Mm-hmm. I don't play our Switch very often anymore in handheld mode since I have the awesome controller that you gifted me. Yeah. But, um, it's cool just to, to have the option. And, and I can if I want to. Yeah, I'm prefer. excited to see how they're going to go with their next generation console. Because, like you said, they're not, they're not even fucking halfway through their life cycle in this one. No, and there have been a few articles floating around recently just because the PS5 and, and the, the Xbox, Xbox are coming out. So they're probably inquiring with Nintendo, well, they're coming out. Yeah, and, well, and I even read an article recently where it was uh, Microsoft, where they were talking about how they don't even view Sony as, and Nintendo as a competitor a competitor mm-hmm. more uh like google stadia and then something else something else online or handheld yeah it was and i would say that sony and microsoft are more competitors than they both would probably like to admit mm-hmm. because they occupy a space closer to one another yeah However, I do agree with all these articles and the like, heads of companies mm-hmm. because all three companies have gone in vastly different directions ways yeah. with this past generation, and it looks like they're going to continue that trend into the next. Which will be cool. It's like Nintendo went for the hybrid console that mm-hmm. we just you know actively discussed, uh, which is very unique and mm-hmm. very them, you know. Oh, and yeah. so they've been able to kind of corner that market, make a market, and then corner it. Mm-hmm. Um, PlayStation is, seems to be going for like hardcore gamers. Mm-hmm. They seem to, they want to be powerful and they want to have great exclusives. Yep. Like and they want they're still a hardware company and active about it. Uh, Microsoft seems to want to go more like into software and mm-hmm. like streaming. And even though Sony has some counterparts to that, it, they're not as good as Microsoft. Yeah. And that's not really their focus. Mm-mm. So it's like, obviously, one is focused more towards, like, cloud and streaming and software mm-hmm. sales. One is focused more on, like, hardware and mm-hmm. hardcore experiences and exclusives. Mm-hmm. And then you have Nintendo, which wants to be a handheld and a console. Yep. So it's like, those are all three vastly different <laughs> Game models, you know, for business. But they all technically exist in the same space. So I, I can definitely understand why, you know, Phil Spencer said that Microsoft doesn't directly compete with Sony or Nintendo anymore. Mm-hmm. Why Nintendo's like, well, we don't really compete with Sony or Microsoft anymore either. You mean they're Nintendo? Wor- and Nintendo, yeah. yeah. And so they're like, they're focusing on other... Avenues, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're fulfilling a niche for their fan base and their mm-hmm. gamers, and they're just following up on that. You know, they're, they're taking different rabbit holes, but they all started at the same tree, you know? And it's, like, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it is, and I'm, I'm super excited to see what Nintendo's going to do for their future console. Uh, you know, if they're going to be the Switch 2 or how they're going to product market it. I hope they don't do the Switch 2. I'm honestly, because the Wii U kind of wasn't a two but it just the naming was just too fucked up and i feel like if they could just dive into switch two i think they should call it something else call it the click and the little nintendo click sound i don't know yeah i mean i feel like in that instance you would want it to be similar to the switch you just put a number there not like wii u or yeah, like yeah. letter letter if yeah. they had done the wii two that i think been, they would have been, been fine. fine like or more fine than they ended up being yeah um they didn't do that, though. I think <laughs> no. if they did the Switch 2, or they they called it that, I think it would be fine. People would know that it's... 
Exactly. Different. You can yeah. only play games on the Switch 2. Mm-hmm. Not you can't play Switch 2 games on the original Switch. You know, something along those lines. Yeah, and then Nintendo does need to focus on marketing. They're a little murky in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but things are changing for console generations anyway. So I think they're all kind of in an unusual space for mm-hmm. marketing. I don't think they quite know how to market their consoles because yeah. they have gone in different directions mm-hmm. and then. You know, what's what's your urge to buy a PS4 if the PS5 plays PS4 games? Exactly. How do you market that? Yeah. You know? How do you get sales out of, like, new games coming to the PS4 now, this year mm-hmm. in particular, if you know you could just wait six months? And it's just kind of crazy to see how, like, what the powerhouses... Well, not essentially powerhouses, because they're all powerhouses in their own right. They are, yeah. But where it's, like, with uh, Sony and Microsoft... They're basically neck and neck or you're off of one another with their generations and Nintendo's like, man, I'll put one out when I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they quit, they course corrected. They quickly put out the the Switch and discontinued the Wii U. And mm-hmm. That was a smart move. Right? Yeah, they should have. They, yeah. they, they recovered very well from the Wii U mm-hmm. very quickly. I did put them a half generation off and probably for the better. Because mm-hmm. that does remove competition. It does. It's not like three consoles are coming out in the exact same month. Yeah, in know, 2020. <laughs> Which would be a little bit difficult, especially on the wallet of the consumer. Yeah, since you and I both play, I play Nintendo and you play uh, so we'd be buy, so. we'd probably be saving up to you know purchase two consoles in, mm-hmm. uh, in the same month, you know, within a couple it's weeks like of each other. Couple, couple eight hundred dollars right there. Yeah, you say you know both consoles. You say one's you know three hundred. Nintendo's usually a little cheaper, and say uh, PS 5s four hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're seven hundred dollars. Yeah, right. that's like one of our house payments right there. And then and then if you want to talk about like you know. You want a couple games for it, mm-hmm. an extra controller or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're having up to a grand very easily. But, oh, yeah. Especially but if you games. just have to focus on, you know, okay, I'm going to buy an Xbox One Series X or a PS5, mm-hmm. not both, just one or the other, well, I'll shell the $400. And then three years later, you know, the next iteration. Switch is coming out. Then it's like, okay, well, there's $300, but it's three years later and it's halfway in the cycle of the PS5 and the Xbox One Series X. So Fair enough. Alright, I think to make full circle and wrap this up is, you know, they do have their own versions of their light slims and stuff, but mm-hmm. they don't need pros. Yeah, I agree with that. The only thing, I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. I agree they shouldn't have a pro. The only thing that I think might bite them in the ass is that the Switch has been very successful with third-party support this generation. Mm-hmm. And so, what I mean by that is, like, you could have, like, you know, the... Oh, I'm trying to think of it. Like, The Witcher. The Witcher is yeah, a good yeah. example. Witcher came out on, um, you know, more powerful tech. They were able to scale it down and put it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. What happens if we have The Witcher 4 mm-hmm. on the PS5 and the Xbox One Series X? Will they still be able to scale that down to put it on the Switch? Or will the Switch hardware be so lacking by but that point? Because now they're an entire another generation off. Well, they just then, won't have the hardware power to be able to put third-party games on their system Then anymore. that's going to be a conversation. Do they come out with their next generation? Yeah. But the thing is, we're talking about, like, there's going to be three years' worth of games, probably, for a six-year cycle for the Switch. Are they, are they going to give up for three years and nah. not have third-party support? Nintendo not that's the only that. thing that I can picture, like, hindering them if mm-hmm. they don't do an uh, in-between iteration, just so they could keep up. Got uh, legs. <laughs> with third party uh, titles coming mm. over. Um, supposedly the Nintendo Switch is very easy to scale to, though. So maybe the PS5 and the Xbox Series 1X won't be 
as powerful as they as we think they are. They won't be utilizing all the power that's in the, those machines. They should, and so they'll be fine. And so, yeah, they will be able to scale down the first couple years worth of games to the Switch. And by the time, time it gets too complicated, they're going to need to roll out with their next generation. So. Uh, yeah, so they might buy themselves enough time, you know, just with that fact mm-hmm. that, yeah, they won't ever even need to consider or think about, like, a pro version of their Switch. And uh, they'll have, you know, the next iteration, mm-hmm. you know, of their Nintendo console. And then they'll be able to have that third-party support again with PS5 games. And Which would be cool. Xbox One Series X games. <laughs> I hate saying that. It's so long. It's, it's such just a like, dumbass name. Especially you since, like, the X is a placeholder. It's like you get such an easy flow with every other fucking console. Yeah, place. Nintendo Switch, PS5, like very kind of like old school but new, obviously. The flow of the tongue. And then it's like Xbox One Series X. X. And, the, and I know the X is just a placeholder because they're just going to put, it'll be like Series S is their digital one, Series whatever, L is their like powerful one. And then it's like, They done oh. fucked up with their names. Yeah, well, they're making it into an iPhone, but. Maybe. That's a different story. Another, <laughs> another, uh, another topic of discussion. Probably rage quit, but fair enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sixty Four Bits of Rage. I do agree. They don't need to make a pro. By the time it needs to roll out, they'll just come out with a new console. Exactly. All yep. Right. That's been episode six. So should Nintendo release a Switch Pro? No. Yeah, we've given There's our consensus. No. no. All right. Uh, any housekeeping kinds, sir? Uh, 64 Bits Rage is now available on all streaming and podcast platforms. Which is legit. We're finally big (laughs) enough-ish. Exactly, yeah. So you can find it anywhere. So if you've been listening to it on a very, like, obtuse kind of platform Mm. that you normally don't partake in, uh, go to the normal platform that you listen to podcasts. You will find it there. Which is cool. Yeah. I'm, like, too excited. And then we should be rolling out t-shirts within the next month or so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably end of March. Tell me that. Because it's soon. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. So, by the time this releases... Yeah, soonest end of March, uh, latest uh, summer 2020. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're working on podcast t-shirts for Rage Quit and 64 Bits of Rage. Mm-hmm. So, you should be able to purchase those. And then we will roll out more merchandise as we see fit. And yeah. As it becomes available kind of a thing. <laughs> of course. Woohoo! Yeah, I know. So, we started finally rolling out with merch, yo. I know. Other than that, no, I think we're good. All right, but yeah. Well, my name's Ariel Schultz. My name's Anthony Schultz. As always, follow the bear. Peace. Bye.